6.37 on this Thursday morning. Time to check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Let's see. We are talking housing and uh, a bit of an update when it comes to why are we seeing such holdups? Yeah, you know, the Premier did another one of his 100 Days of Action announcements yesterday and 90 units of temporary housing coming to the downtown east side. That's good news. Every bit helps, but still a long way to go. However, what really jumped out at me is something he admitted in a separate interview with my colleague Katie Rosa of Post Media, and that is one of the main holdups in getting housing approved in British Columbia is a government agency, BC Housing. Hmm. BC Housing is the delivery agency for the NDP's very ambitious social housing program, and EB admits that for every five applications from local governments and nonprofits for housing approval, for every five that come into BC Housing, only one is getting approved, and that is for lack of funding from BC Housing. So you look at why there's so little housing being built in British Columbia, uh, one of the main culprits is the NDP government, BC Housing. Hmm. Which seems a bit odd since we've heard so much from the Premier saying to municipalities mm-hmm. and cities, hey, get this stuff built or we're going to come in and make sure you do it, uh, if they're not even doing it with their own agency. Yeah, you know, the the real clue on this, and I think what led to start asking some questions was, you're right, the last time the Premier released this Housing Supply Act, the New Democrats blamed the Liberals. Uh, you know, previous government didn't do enough. Okay, well, that's standard fare. They also said, as you pointed out, Jill, local government is holding up approvals, and we're going to start leaning on local government to get them approved. And a couple of mayors really hit the roof on that. Uh, Brad West, Port Coquitlam, Mike Hurley of Burnaby, and they came back and they said, hey, we've got projects ready to go. We can't get approval and money out of the government. The government's the holdup. Well, EB has now confirmed that, that BC Housing, this big delivery agency that the government has, that the New Democrats have been pushing to get all this housing out the door, it's sitting there. It's sitting on four out of every five applications. They're just not getting approved. Well, Evie says he's going to fix it, but, you know, uh, yesterday he's blaming all the troubles on the previous Liberal government. Well, the Liberals have been gone for five years. Uh, you know, it's time for the New Democrats to take responsibility for what's happened on their watch. They have the ambitious housing plan, and it's their agency that's holding up approvals and application for lack of funding. And, Jill, the government has got a surplus of almost $6 billion. So, why is there any holdup at all? Uh, yeah, it's a, a, an interesting question. And uh, actually kind of nice to see the mayors push back on this one and say, well, hold on a second. <clears throat> Excuse me. And as Katie pointed out in her story, and as, as you mentioned, it's not just a, a matter of, of you're holding things up. It seems like there's a whole lot more going on there. Yeah. And look, these are two mayors that, yeah, particularly Hurley, I mean... Uh, Burnaby is like an NDP farm team, right? The, the council, the school board, all the ridings out there are NDP held. So the guy pushing back on this, who's saying enough is enough, is a new Democrat, basically. So, 
you know, and you really you dig down as to why BC housing is is blocked. Why four out of five applications are are sitting not approved? It isn't just lack of funding. It's clear, I think, Jill, that. BC Housing is a pretty troubled agency. David Eby took over there as housing minister two years ago. Fairly early on, he ordered a review of what was going wrong. Ernst & Young came back with a report that said a lot is going wrong. There are a lot of things wrong at BC Housing. It grew too fast. It wasn't ready. <laughs> it was processing applications for housing projects with handwriting, there was no documentation for what it was doing. EB responded to that report by replacing the board at BC Housing, sending in a much tougher board. Okay, needed to be done. But a new board, as you might imagine, especially one sent in to get control of the organization, uh, its number one priority may not be getting a whole bunch of housing projects approved. It may, it may well be focusing on auditing standards, making sure processes are fall. I mean, that's what they were asked to do. And the other thing, of course, is EB finally revealed in the legislature in that last week of the session that he, EB, had ordered a forensic audit of BC housing. That audit is not back yet. It doesn't come back until the new year. So, this is a troubled agency. Um, we saw yesterday the B.C. Liberals got their hands on the exit interviews of more than 100 people who left B.C. housing uh, on the NDP's watch over the last two years. Uh, that report, heavily redacted, but when you read it, Jill, there are serious morale problems there. It looks like a dysfunctional agency. People are leaving in droves because it's not a very nice place to work. The workload's heavy. Uh, so, you know, you go again. Like, it's not really a mystery as to why a government rolling in cash can't get the housing projects out the door. The problem begins with their main delivery agency, BC Housing. It's Crown Corporation in charge of social housing. And it is seriously, seriously troubled. You can go, gee, how long is it going to take the new Democrats to close this credibility gap around their good attentions, building a whole bunch of housing, and an agency that's having major problems delivering? Well, and what you said, too, I think it absolutely highlights the issue when you just said it, it might not be their top priority or their focus to build housing. Well, if BC Housing's top priority isn't to build housing and to get yeah. it done, then we've got a serious issue there. I agree. I agree. But again, you know, the New Democrats, so five years ago, almost, February of uh, 2018, they set a target, a fairly ambitious one, of building 114,000 units of social housing over 10 years. That was the goal. So EB yesterday said, well, you know, we've built more than 30,000 units. Well, you've got to read the fine print. More than 30,000 units either built or in process. And in process covers a lot of things, like maybe there's been a groundbreaking ceremony, uh, but maybe they haven't actually built the housing yet. Um, even if 30,000 were right, that's less than a third of the target, and we're coming up on the halfway mark next February. 
Uh, you look at the fine print of the promise, hmm, more like 10% of the units actually opened. And some of those units got built because they were actually approved and started under the BC Liberals. So this government is well, well short of its good intentions on housing. The 90 units yesterday, I mean, I know people are saying it's a drop in the bucket. No, it, it, it's tough getting stuff approved and built and rustling up the money. But if EB really wants to make progress on the issue of housing affordability, and he says it's his number one priority, Jill, and it was the NDP's biggest promise in 2017 and 2020. So if he wants to make progress on that, he's going to have to get out there start clearing the backlog of of projects and free up the money so that you know this government with its giant surplus can actually get some housing underway and you know we know from the coverage there's still another problem which is actually coming up with a workforce to build the housing because there's a shortage of skilled workers in BC every builder and contractor says yeah yeah sure you can approve a project but actually getting it built you got to find the workers, and there's a huge demand for them and a big shortage of workers. Uh, isn't that telling, though, when we look at this announcement, this, the 90 temporary units, and you're right, all of the things you just said, the workforce and getting approvals, finding space and building actual permanent housing. But we're talking, we're literally talking about modified shipping containers in a parking lot. That yeah. should be the easiest thing a government could do. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, you know, we... British Columbia has gone down a few blind alleys on this. You know, remember SROs, single-room occupancy hotels. That was a, a B.C. liberal solution, and Rich Coleman, when he was minister, bought a lot of them, and we're going to move people into them. Well, they turned out to be not very successful. There's all kinds of problems. Some of the people moved into them found them so dangerous and and badly maintained that they've preferred to live in tents on the street. Um, the New Democrats, uh, during the pandemic, they ordered BC housing, and they approved a lot of money for this, to buy uh, hotels and motels and convert them to shelters. They moved people into them, didn't provide enough support uh, for the people that they were moving in. Some of those have been, not well, we wouldn't say a disaster, but they haven't met their targets either. So... You know, I, I think the Premier is right in saying we need to move a lot more quickly on this, but moving quickly hasn't always delivered the right kind of results in the past. So I think you have to mark me down as a skeptic that he can actually make much progress on this. It's talk is one thing, but delivering actual uh, permanent places for people to live, and, and you're right, Jill, these aren't permanent, these are just temporary delivering permanent places for people to live. Um, I don't see an awful lot of progress yet on that front. All right. We will leave it there. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Jill.